0: Are listening to The Secret Sauce Podcast, unveiling life's hidden recipes for success, happiness, and fulfillment by finding the unique ingredients that shape individuals' extraordinary journeys. Hello, good morning. My name is Jeffrey Davis. And I'm Lynn Bush. And we're here with The Secret Sauce Podcast. Um, we're here to change lives with stories that um, that uh, you might not hear from everybody else. And there are stories that we both have, have heard and and, and stories that, um, you know, the secret sauce to life. The, the stories that everybody has deep in their soul that keeps them going every day. Uh, and that's what our podcast is about. We, uh, <clears throat> we talked last week about Saturn. I went home thinking about how much it had changed my life. And I thought about a, a funny story that's probably a, a big story of who I am. Um, I was in the back office where everybody sat. And just uh, talking about whoever just got fired or whoever else was in the dealership. And my boss called me to his office and was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just back there hanging out. He goes, did I hire you to hang out? He said, and that's when he told me, he told me I better never, ever catch you in the back office gossiping about anybody. You get out there in that parking lot and you don't come in until you have a customer. And, you know, my life is that way. I I spend very little time talking about others. Um, I believe that very few people spend any time actually talking about you. And so, you know, thinking that everybody's thinking about you, gossiping about you, talking about you, maybe if you're in front of them. And if you're not in front of them, they're probably not. Um, that's just my belief. And so I thought that was one of the stories that had guided me to you know, I'm not really concerned about anybody else, whether what they think of me or, 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 or how exactly they're living life. I feel sad for people. Um, of course, I have compassion, but I'm not trying to, to get involved in other people's lives and tell them how to do it. Uh, uh, I want to share my stories with them, um, but ultimately, my God gave me free will. I learned that a long time ago as a young man, and I know I have the ability. Uh, and I know you have the ability. Mm-hmm. You just have to go do it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not trying. That's why I've never been one to get involved in other people's lives. They have free will. Let them do it on their own.
1: And they're not thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. Yes, they yeah, should be. As I mean, they should be. Right. Yeah,
0: I mean, they yeah. they need to figure out how to be a better person, yeah. or a mm-hmm. better father, or a better mother. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I've used tricks in my life to to be those people. You know, I I was told one time spend small time with small people Mm -hmm. and they weren't telling me not to hang out with the small people in life. Um, They were telling me that, that if I wanted to be great, I could only be great, a great father. If I had someone that would show me or teach me since I didn't have that. Mm -hmm. And so go spend time around the men that want to spend time around their kids. uh, So that you learn how to be a great father. It was the same way in business. If, you want to be a millionaire go meet as many millionaires as you can and learn what the millionaires do if you learn from enough of them Mm -hmm. you'd become a millionaire too and i'm gonna tell you it worked Mm -hmm. and so it was small time with small people don't don't go to the bars with the men that talk trash about their wives right you know that's not going to lead to you having a a successful marriage right right
1: You know, it's interesting how that one comment from your boss was so
0: important. Mm -hmm. Get out of the back room. Uh And I consider when I see people gossiping, Uh Uh that quote, quote pops Uh up in my head every time I think about it. Like I had some family in town and I heard them talking about Uh maybe somebody from Target. I'm thinking, why are you in the back room? Like, Uh don't you have better things to do than be in that back room? You know, I can't tell my family to go get out and uh, go, go get out on the plane play field, <laughs> go play with my kids outside and don't come in until they're ready. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, spending less time talking about, thinking about others or worried about what others are thinking about you, I think is definitely a secret sauce to life for sure.
1: I think that Saturn story, when I heard that story, I, I thought that was a very, very important story, even though it was a small part of your life it was uh-huh. very influential in your life
0: oh yeah 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 absolutely conrad no uh, I'll, I'll never forget him re- regardless of uh-huh. where he's at today in life uh-huh. uh, he changed my life uh-huh. you know my grandmother coming up there i mean she thought she owned the place she knew all my all the people that worked there uh-huh. and she knew their birthdays and she'd bring cakes for their birthdays uh-huh. be like hey your grandmother's here <laughs> 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 and then my other grandmother who uh-huh. Um, wasn't easy for her to walk. She'd just pull up and start honking, and they'd be like, "Jeffrey, Mammy's here! <laughs> Mammy's here!" <laughs> I had to go funny. out and see Mammy and <laughs> see what she needed. And a lot of times, it was she wanted me to bring something by her house that she couldn't carry. She right. she loved. She had a green thumb like nobody I'd ever oh. met. Uh, um, it's the grandmother that may have talked to you about it in session, but she had everything in her yard. Everything you could eat was oh. in her yard. Her her husband grew lemons and it'll come to me what kind of box they, they grew the lemons in but it was underground
1: huh.
0: Um, and he grew a couple pound lemon there's a picture of it uh, wow. my brother probably has the the book but my mom can tell the story but they grew everything they had all the grapes and the pears oh. and the peaches and the cherries and yeah. the apples I ate green apples until I was sick more than one time in our backyard uh, but she did. She had a, a green thumb, and she had the same car that she taught me to drive in when she passed yeah, away.
1: <laughs>
0: so that was some years.
1: And you learned on a stick shift.
0: Uh, no, I no. knew how to drive a stick shift because my granddad had a little Volkswagen Rabbit. You remember uh, those little blue uh-huh, Volkswagen uh-huh, Rabbits? Yeah. And so he, he, I used to drive through the mountains to Rio uh, and as Volkswagen Rabbit, and that was how I learned how to drive a stick shift. And then at, at Saturn, you know, the, the stick shifts were... Two or three thousand dollars cheaper i there was probably mm-hmm. more people taught how to drive a stick shift in in Lubbock, Texas by Jeffrey than probably anybody else i I had a trick to teaching you how to do it. I had the the right spot along the highway mm-hmm. to pull over that nobody'd worry mm-hmm. about you stalling out the car like I had the whole Teach them, teach the kids how to drive a stick. Mom and dad to be in the back seat, and right. I'd have my hands on their college daughter's legs, trying to tell them how to move them back. <laughs> I sold a lot of cars doing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I learned on a stick shift, and, and actually my Saturn had a stick shift. I purposely got a stick shift uh-huh. when I got my Saturn. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was that was it was an easy one. It was mm-hmm. not very far apart, so it was easy mm-hmm. to drive it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So what uh, I wanted to talk to you about today, uh, also about uh, us losing a speaker of the house. Um, how you think that's going to affect the the mental part of of, of people uh, that that our government went home and didn't fix a problem. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about um, about. I'm, I'm nervous about the the flu and the COVID shot. I, I want to hear your your stories and input about that um i wanted to talk to you about how how do families what's family's secret sauce to getting through in today's mm. environment and so those would be the things i'd yeah. like to talk to you about yeah. today so so let's talk about our government for a minute because there's not a person that hears our stories that doesn't want to know what's the secret sauce to us to being successful again and being respected around the world and and I don't think maybe it was the right thing, but but I want to know what, how you think the, 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 our country feels about what happened.
1: Well, I, I thought what was interesting, I, I saw on online last night that that has never been done. Mm. That, so it's, it's something that is new that you could fire the speaker of, um, I'm not sure how I feel about it, except I, I know why they did it because they were, they were not paying attention to the, you know, managing the money properly. Mm-hmm. So, how do you feel about it?
0: Probably anxious that would probably uh, be the right word for uh, me.
1: Because certainly it's creating chaos, like, like you could have more chaos up there. I, mean, I think I- they found out how.
0: I take testosterone, and and maybe that's it. Maybe I'm more sensitive. But I mean, I I still and have for years cry when when I when when they do states of the union or yeah. or I hear them talking real. Power. I love my country. Oh, yeah, I love being an American. And so um, I almost got upset thinking about him leaving last night when we were driving and uh-huh. we'd heard he was he uh-huh. was out. Uh-huh. So. You know, it wasn't a good feeling. It wasn't no. like I was rah, rah, rah. I was no. like, damn, that's just one more thing that we look stupid in the world about. And one so, more
1: chaotic thing yes. to deal with. And yeah. so,
0: you know, and I'm nervous about who they pick. You know, I, I heard two hours ago before I got here that Jim Jordan has actually thrown his name into the, the, the deal. He wouldn't throw his name in last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... Um, I heard Trump on the steps of the courthouse this morning saying he'd do whatever his country asked him to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I just want something that brings change. I think there's a lot of Americans today that I talk to that have a lot of fear about our government. And, you know, I'm only 40-something years old, and so I can only tell you how we felt the last 20, 25 years when we actually paid attention. And, you know, I've never... Had a fear of our government. I've never had a fear that that they're just going to come take what I have just because they want, and then I've got to go fight them in appellate court. I mean, that's just crazy. I mean, they're they're indicting Trump on stuff that's that's outside the statute of limits, and they've said they don't give a damn. We'll let an appellate court figure it out. How do you prosecute someone knowing that what you're prosecuting won't hold to the standards of the next court? I, I think all of that's wrong. And I hope our next speaker can address some of those things. Our border. Our I mean, you're, you're having New York City argue about 140,000 people. And last month, Eagle Eagle Pass, pass here in, in Texas had over 100,000 people. They were getting 8,000 people a day. Yeah. Times 30. That's 240,000 people just at Eagle Pass. And, so, and that's just the ones that they caught. And we all know that it's 50-50. Right. 50 caught, 50 right, got away.
1: Right, right, right.
0: And someone's got to make that stop. Um, we're seeing theft here. I mean, I'm in Burleson. I haven't locked my car door, my house door. I don't even know where the key to my entire house is. Mm-hmm. That's how bad, how much I love where I live. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I lock them from the inside, but if you told me to get into my house with a key, I don't, I don't, I don't know where it's at. Uh, maybe my wife does, but. Um, in Burleson, there was like 40 or 50 cars broken into an apartment complex and down a couple of streets in Burleson over the weekend. And there were some pissed off, angry residents putting out signs and, what? and my guess is that, you know, you don't have a bunch of crime here because the people that live here don't need a bunch of crime because there's a bunch of jobs around here and all of a sudden you have a bunch of crime. Well, then it's gotta be people from outside your area um and if none of these people have work permits please tell me where they're going what are they doing what opportunities of work are they getting and who's breaking the law by giving them jobs um i think there's a lot of stories there that our government needs to fix and mccarthy was never going to be that person um i knew that when he got in there um um you know i wish him the best of the best in his life but i don't think he was he was not the Speaker of the House for Jeffrey Davis in Fort Worth, Texas. He just wasn't. And I, he didn't and fit any of our needs.
1: And I don't think Washington even begins to understand what's happening at the border and how it's impacting not just Texas, but the entire United States. And I've 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 spent six weeks in Mission, Texas, several years ago, and that's a very, very delicate area. You know, it's and to just have people overrunning the entire border mm-hmm. is dangerous for Texas and it's dangerous for the people who
0: live there. And I, I'm i sad for the people who own property there. What about the vacationers? I mean, my wife are, and I are one of them. We were like, uh-huh. okay, my son's going to be off for... Four days of work, where can we go? Corpus Christi, Galveston, uh-huh. South Padre Island, which right. is beautiful. Right. The kids that have a ton of fun going over the big bridge, seeing all the right, right. great stuff being that close to Mexico. Maybe we could walk across the border as yeah. a family and have a good time. Are you damn nuts crazy? That's, that party's over. That yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, I feel sorry for the resorts, and I feel sorry that my oh, kids yeah. don't get the opportunity to go enjoy yeah. it. That's what part of all this is, is... They're taking away opportunities for uh-huh. people that have earned the right to have an opportunity, um, and so no, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a fan of, of it at all. I I think our country needs change.
1: I'm sad that the people in Washington haven't spent time down there. I'm sad that they didn't get to understand. They didn't choose to understand what was happening down there.
0: I think our government it doesn't have a secret sauce. Our government doesn't do if they think they can't get it through. Yeah. And so they, they just don't do. And so the, they don't think they can get a the president to sign off on an immigration bill. So they don't try to create an immigration bill and get it to the Senate that they don't get think they'll get it through. So they just don't talk about it. They just let it keep happening. Right. And I don't think, I think if you, <laughs> let's talk about secret sauces. So um a couple of weeks ago, um I was told by our local municipality that I need to get a few things done to to be able to to the property that my wife and I want to buy, we wanna do. We wanna cut it into a three acre track and then we are gonna keep ten. I uh, had an engineer tell me, This is a loser. I'm not gonna do it, Jeffrey. This is a loser. I said, Okay, thanks for your time. I, I took my paperwork and left. Uh, I saw the the water district, and they were like, yeah, we can maybe do X, but you're never going to get these people to to let you do it. I think it's not going to work out for you. You might want to check that first. So then I got an engineer, finally a survey company, to give me an actual survey. Regardless of what was going to happen, I still needed a survey. And so they gave me a survey. I took my information downtown to the city of Fort Worth because, you know, you can actually go down there. You don't have to call them on the phone or send them an email. Mm -hmm. You can just show up. Mm -hmm. Um, Matter of fact, I'd been there so many times over the last two weeks. The guy knew my name when I walked up. I didn't even give him my phone number. He's like, hey, Mr. Davis. But anyways, so I was down there the first day. I I made people listen to me. You're not giving me your fluff stories. I think that's a, a secret sauce. Don't let mm-hmm. people fluff you. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by fluff mm-hmm. is, I mean, everybody has a prescripted reason to yeah. to say someone didn't do it yeah. or to get you out of here or for you to stop asking questions. Yeah. So everybody's got them. Uh, don't be a person that allows people to give you those verses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I hear one. It just gets under my skin. I'm going to ask you 100 questions because you try to. Mm-hmm. But that's me. So I get to their box. Number nine. Jeffrey Davis, number nine. So I went down to number nine. There's a, a lady... Uh, that was awesome. I had an eye that went the other way, so we were trying. To, we were having a hard time making eye contact, and I'm a big eye contact person because I want to see how you're feeling. It's just me, but so so I was, <laughs> I was having a hard time with that. But she was a nice, friendly lady. We la- I, it took her a minute to get my sense of humor, which it does for everybody. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> I got her giggling with me, and she got uh, all of a sudden. I'm sitting there talking to her, and then this lady, Lindsay, shows up. Um, I won't give you her last name, but. She shows up and she's like, how can I help you? And I said, well, I want to do this. And she says, well, I don't think you really want to do that. Let me explain what you want to do. And she was kind of a, you know, I don't want to describe her because she became a great person to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in life, secret sauces to me, when you're dealing with people in the cities and the municipalities, they're, they're very much the same person everywhere you go. You mm-hmm. just have to learn how to play cards with them the right way. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I played my cards with her well. She told me what she wanted from me. I told her, thank you very much. Um, have a great day. I, I kind of explained to her I knew some people throughout the different departments that she kind of knew. And just, I kind of told her that just to give me some credibility. Um, and then I, I went home, got my plat, went down there two days later, took her everything that she needed. She wasn't available, but I wasn't just going to bring some paperwork that could sit on her desk because mm-hmm. there was my secret sauce to this is not effortless task. My, I put effort into all mm-hmm. of my tasks, mm-hmm. and so I uh, I show up with a gigantic three by five, three by four plat, you know, a, an official survey that you get your mylars from with the city. Um, and the deed to the property. And I made the lady at booth number nine, even though she wasn't there, take it to her. Mm -hmm. And she said, okay, we'll get it to her. I said, no, Mm ma'am, I want someone to sign a receipt that has been delivered. Mm -hmm. And so I sat there until that lady took it up to her office Mm -hmm. and put it on her desk. And when you got a three by five plat sitting on your desk, you're going to look at it. So I went back up there and they were like, um, Lindsay's no longer in this department. There's going to be somebody else handling your thing. And I'm thinking, oh, this is another 90 days worth of dealing with people. And I'm sitting there. And then all of a sudden, like the last time, like like it's a dream, there she is. Boom, there's Lindsay. <laughs> and she had my form. I won't show everybody, but she had my form stating that that I could take my property, uh, even though it was in Fort Worth's ISD or Fort Worth extra jurisdictional area. But she was allowing me to to do whatever I wanted with it. Um, and I heard stories about her. I think she's awesome. And she's going to go to another department. And before she left, I said, said to her, I said, I'm counting on you. Um, I know you're going to go to department and be a big star. Um, you're going to see me again, Um, but I'm counting on you to be one of those people that Uh brings big change. And I told her that Uh Uh she, Went back to her office. She came back up front while I was checking out for $25, um, which I think this would have cost me $10,000 with an engineer to do it, Mm -hmm. in months, months Mm -hmm. of dealing with them. Um, And she came out and said, hey, I'm actually going to be here for for another couple of days, uh, for another 30 days, actually. You need any other property or any of your friends need any other property done? You bring that up to me and I'll get it done for you. And I... (laughs) I, I talked to people about her who was who had said that they had a hard time pushing things through and hadn't mm-hmm. had some responses. Some people had stuff out six months yeah. out of her department. Maybe not her, but her, in her department. And they were like, you're never going to get any of this done. You might as well give it up. I think that's why my engineer told me this is a, mm-hmm. a loser. I mm-hmm. mean, he looked me straight in the eyes and said, Jeffrey, here's your stuff. It's a loser. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. And let me tell you why. You're not going to get them to say yes to this. You're not going to get them to agree to that. But that's just not how I believe. You know, I, I if I don't see it and I don't agree with you, I'm not seeing it your way and I'm not agreeing uh-huh. with you. Uh-huh. I think that's part of my secret sauce is, you know, I, I don't just take you at, at your word. You know, I, I listen to your word. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm thankful uh-huh. for the trust that we have, but uh-huh. I'm verifying it. I'm validating uh-huh. it. Our ex-president used to tell people, I trust but verify. Uh-huh. Um, And I believe that's important. Um, I wanted to hear someone at the city tell me it was not possible. And the city of Fort Worth did not tell me it was not possible. They said, it's probable. Bring me this information.
1: What made it different for you with Lindsay than it had been with the other people? What did you specifically do That worked with Lindsay.
0: I spent the first 45 seconds of our conversation talking about her. Uh Getting her to tell Uh me about her. Where Uh are you from? Where did you graduate Uh from? How long you been here? Uh Great. That's awesome. We've done some deals in the past. Here's some things that you might know. Here's some people that I think you already do know. Because I called about the department to some of my friends before I even got there. So that I had some background information Uh about people there. And so I think being able to say I know Jimmy John or... Whoever it is, just gives you some, some, some. You're more than just a number. You right. all of a sudden become a person, and I, right. that's what I wanted. I, even when I owned my credit repair store, um, I knew by sending out our letters that if we signed it in a red pen, the computer would kick it to a red person because a red pen to a computer means that person's either going to file a lawsuit. Or they're extra pissed off because they took the time to go get a red pen to sign their letter uh-huh. with. So it actually sent it to a different department. Uh-huh. We'd done enough reading. And companies had done enough research. We knew that was the case. Uh-huh. And so um, I knew if I could get it in a real person's hands, right. they'd listen to my story. And that was all I wanted to do with Lindsay is I didn't want to be adjusted on their number to her. I wanted to be Jeffrey Davis. Um, but you also made
1: her a real
0: person. Oh, yeah. And
1: that's different. I don't need
0: you to know anything about me. That's different. I want to know everything about you. You
1: made her feel uh-huh. recognized. I did. Feeling recognized is really important.
0: I explained it to a buddy of mine. You know, you, you want to compliment people and say nice things to them, but you don't want to offend them. You know, I can't send her an email saying, hey, wow, your, your hair looks really long today. It's uh-huh. awfully pretty. You know, but in person, I can be like, oh. You curled your hair, it wasn't curly last time. She was like, yeah, I, uh-huh, I curled it. Uh-huh. So I noticed, I paid attention uh-huh, to her. Uh-huh. And those things make people feel good. Um, but you can't do that through an email. Right. You right. can't do it through a text right, message. Right. And you can't do it through a phone call. Right. But it was important to me to get what I needed done. And we've talked about this before. I, I think, I wished a lot of people lived with the idea that other people don't control your happiness, your success. Mm. Your spot in life—they don't control your spot in life—and right. and and that architect, those two other people, that number nine lady, was not going to tell me how to live my life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They weren't controlling me because uh-huh. there was other steps that I could take until I get to the top. You know, I, if I had to go to city council that night, I promise you, Jeffrey Davis would have been in FN City Council. I, I, Because you don't control my life, I control it. And as long as I keep working towards what I think is right, I'm in control over it. And and that's what got me there. Yeah. Knowing
1: that you have the option of getting what you want.
0: Uh You have that option. I think that was part of it with with Lindsay. I think... Uh um, she, she knew I was going places. Uh-huh. She knew if she didn't solve my problem, uh-huh. Jeffrey was going places uh-huh. and she wasn't going to be my last stop. And so uh-huh. it's either get get embarrassed by not returning emails or not answering stuff or whatever it may be, uh-huh. or just solve his problem and make him go away. And I live in a lot of world where I get people just to solve my problems just to make me go away. I'm okay with that. Uh-huh. I don't mind being a right. pastor. I don't mind, you know, that, that right. I had somebody tell me, if you're not persistent, Jeffrey, you're not anything. Okay, that was a great compliment. I love right, that one.
1: Right, and you have to be willing to push through. You have to be willing to not have somebody be happy that you're pushing.
0: You don't control my life. Mm-mm. That's that's that's. I don't Mm-mm. need your will. Right. I know you don't control my life. Right. And so it's it's it's. I'm gonna get there because I control my life. That, does that make sense? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. If,
1: if since I'm a marriage and family therapist I yeah. have people sign sign you know their intake forms yeah and one of the questions that they one of one of the statements that they make is um uh, you know, what is one a, what is a, what is a, a a positive quality that you have and a lot of times they'll put i'm a people pleaser
0: that's terrible.
1: That is not a positive quality. That's mm-hmm. a problem. Mm-hmm. Because that means you're letting other people
0: control your life. I, I, I would tell you I envy some of those people. I know lots of people pleasers. And they have friends they go and hang out with. They have friends they travel with. Um, I don't have a lot of friends. They also have friends who take
1: advantage of them. Oh, yeah. And that's the Oh, problem. yeah, I know a
0: lot of those, too. Yeah,
1: it, It's one thing to be kind and considerate and friendly and nice. But it's another thing to allow people to run your life and Mm. then be resentful Mm -hmm. so
0: i dated a very successful woman that was vice president of a a big software company um and we kind of broke up because her parents controlled her life this woman was making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year was controlling a hundred and something thousand people overseas and her mom and dad told her everything what to do like mm-hmm. like everything like she right. lived with listening to mom and dad right. tell her right. what to do Thought that was crazy right. thought i thought i didn't know how it just i couldn't get that to to fit in my life she right. wasn't a bad person by any means right. Right. but um, allowing other people to make i mean i bought houses and never not i mean there's i bought many houses and never called either one of my parents and told them i was a homeowner
1: right
0: uh, right. I didn't ask them right. to co-sign right. for any of my cars. Right. I right. didn't need their help starting the 25-plus uh-huh. companies I've started. Uh-huh. I, I didn't. Uh, uh-huh. Not that they're bad people, and, and you know we can get into what kind of people they are, but I didn't, I didn't need it. Right. And I, 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 uh, right. It would have been cool to be on a different person and received it, but I wasn't going to receive it, so I just never asked no, for it. No. And so I just kept going. You know, I was, Nobody controlled my life. And you didn't resent it either. No, why, no. Why? you can't resent people. No. Why? Life's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because if you resent people, then you've got to reclaim that you did things for them. And I'm not reclaiming that I did anything for that bastard motherfucker that's my dad. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. I'm not. You're mm-hmm. not. I'm not giving him credit for one thing that I achieve in life. He, yeah. he didn't. And so, yeah. um, no, I don't think you live out of resentment at all.
1: Yeah, that, that just takes your energy. And does. Resentment keeps you from being successful.
0: Hey, let's talk about every something everybody likes. All right. COVID shots. <laughs> 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 and 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 flu shots. So where are you at? What you thinking?
1: Well, I always got my flu shot.
0: I've always got my flu shot. I,
1: I'm I'm from the polio.
0: Generation. Yes. Uh-huh. So then, when have... that
1: polio shot came along, we were all going to have it, mm-hmm. and I had every every shot you could have, every vaccination you could have. My parents thought that was wonderful, so I was way, way, way into the world of we want vaccines and we want more of them. So I've kind of changed my mind mm-hmm. because I I took the COVID shot mm-hmm. and I won't take another one. Yeah, and now I'm not so sure about the other vaccines.
0: Are you afraid they're not what they're telling you they are?
1: Uh, it kind of looks like they're not what they tell us we uh-huh. they are, doesn't that's, it?
0: Yeah, that's my fear. Kinda, that's kinda why I don't want to take way. the. I want to yeah. take the flu shot. I would like I'd walk up there right now and go take it. But walking in there, I would have so much hesitation. Well, and the first question I'm going to ask that pharmacist or even my doctor if I get it done there. How are you certain that there's nothing in here other than Well, are you gonna believe them? I love my I, doctor, he loves I, me. He would only he would only tell me the truth that he knows. Now that, I don't know that he doesn't know stuff, but he would give me everything he knew.
1: And and that's true. That used to be true for the way we felt about our doctors. But mm-hmm. over the last couple of years, we've learned things about all of this that we probably wish we didn't know.
0: I I, I think the the gentleman that delivered my wife's babies uh, um, you know, you always held a special spot in your heart for the person that delivered your kids.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I have a lot of anger towards him. He emphatically asked and claimed multiple different times that taking a vaccine while you were pregnant was the way to go. Um, and I told her emphatically no. And he asked her the second time, the next time when we were in the office and right. exclaimed that it... It's completely no problems. It's, it's, not, it's a no problemer. And I bet you within nine months, a year of us having our child, I sent my wife an article from, mm-hmm. from a published Harvard Review right, Medical right. Review that 30-plus percent of the kids that, that parents took the, the vaccine while they were pregnant were stillborns they died at some point in the womb. They died 30% of them. Not, not 2%, not not out of 10 million. You're, you're a one percenter. You were a 30%er. I mean, that meant you had a 70% chance. And then there was other birth defects that came over it. Um, and so I've got a lot of resentment towards him because no. I, I, I wouldn't tell you to go jump off a bridge if I didn't know that you'd be okay. No. Um. I, and a hundred percent. Okay. Um, and that's my child. That wasn't just a... That's not a statistic.
1: Yes. That's and your so child.
0: I think he should have been better prepared. I mean, he said he got his whole family vaccinated, and maybe that's part of their pitch. But I had a lot of doctors during that point that were telling my wife and I not to get vaccinated, and so we didn't. None right. of our kids did. Right,
1: right, right, right.
0: We even made them give all the shots that they were given to our second kid in the room because we were worried about what yeah. the hell they were going to do. They did them in the hallway. But we didn't, we weren't, you weren't running off of my kid because yeah. that was in the heart of COVID. And right. I was scared to death they were going to stick him with, with COVID. Yeah. And I had some really smart people around me that told me no. But
1: Well, and you know, there was a lot of information that was available early on. And I know people found the information later, but it was available early on. And people just didn't take advantage of it.
0: I don't know why they're still pushing it. I think it should be illegal to be pushing it. Like Follow you got to take it off the market and go do your proper research. Most vaccines take 5, 10, 15 years to get approval because they they test it on so many people to make sure there's not any long term right. side effects. Right. And right. the way that they multiply vaccines is 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 RMA RM mRNA mRNA. It's how they multiply them. It's a it's a process. So they take one vaccine that they've properly done, and they can turn one vaccine into a million shots um, with 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 other liquid that they add, and that other liquid um, doesn't ever leave your bloodstream, from what I understand. So you're you're caught with it forever. And I was told that it's going to cause a lot of autoimmune diseases over time. Um, there's some medicines that you can take that will help get out that fluid out of your blood, and I've got a. I've got a super guy with three doctorate degrees. Uh, He's been taking the stuff or he took the stuff. But I mean, when I had COVID, and maybe I hope I don't get in trouble, but um, I went to him for medicine. I didn't go to my doctor. I called him up and said, hey, I need... Evernectin or whatever it's called I've, I've he gave me two ziploc bags of what i <coughs> needed um and we took it and we felt better i didn't lose my taste I mm-hmm. didn't lose my hair i've got friends that took the vaccine that have lost their hair like like her hair was her life and she's got like 50 percent of it left
1: right right there were there were a lot of things with the hair that happened after yeah. the vaccine
0: I mean, my doctor my personal doctor that i love I bet you he's had COVID 15 times mm-hmm. and he's taken the vaccines and mm-hmm. he's had it because he does a lot of mission trips. So he goes mm-hmm. all over the world. So he's caught it. Like every time mm-hmm. he's been on a mission trip, he's mm-hmm. been, caught it. Yeah. Um, so I don't think the vaccines are working and, and they scare me and, and they've scared me. And I think so many people in this country that very few of us are going to take the, the flu shot, which means you could have an even worse flu epidemic. I don't know if they're going to call they'll call it, they'll call it COVID, but I still want to take it. I'm still I'm 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 I'm, I'm more than 50% want uh-huh. to take it cuz I know how bad the flu is. And I certainly don't want to put my kids through it. If right. I can just keep from keeping having the flu, right. then maybe if they get sick, and they, uh, maybe they won't get it as bad, and at least I won't catch it from them because I've had the vaccine, and uh-huh. I'll be able to take care of them better. Uh-huh. And those are my thoughts that go through my right. head. Right. Uh, so there's a lot of reasons why I want to take it. It's not just for my health. I, I want to be right. healthy for my kids right. in case they get sick. Yeah. I don't know if I would give them the, <clears throat> the flu
1: shot. I know. I know. And I, we were all very comfortable up until... Now and, and now we're all questioning things that we didn't question before.
0: Well, it's scary today. Yeah. We, we know our government. We know our top medical advisor was lying to us, lying to us. Uh-huh. Why he was telling us to purposely, do this and do that, and yeah. he forced all these people to lose their job or take a vaccine that didn't help or change anybody's uh-huh. life. Uh-huh. Um, we're all worried. We, we don't trust. I don't trust. And it's not just me. I could randomly pick ten people I walk by today, and I promise you, nine of the ten people would tell you they don't trust our government.
1: Right, because they're not trustworthy any
0: longer. They're not.
1: They're you not know, honorable.
0: I think if if Jim Jordan is lucky enough to get the speakership, he better do it by changing people's lives. Yeah. And that's a. There's a lot of lives that need to be changed. The the DOJ the the Department of Energy, the pipelines, the border, like he's got a list of stuff that yeah. he's got a year and a half to actually make a yeah. difference, or he'd lose the election for everybody. You know, that's the other thing. He's Whoever this speaker is about to be the most polarized speaker uh-huh. we've probably ever had, because this speaker uh-huh. will control who becomes president. Yeah, They do a terrible job, and nothing changes, and, and then Biden's going to sit in a chair and become president.
1: This speaker really has responsibility that no other speaker has ever had probably
0: yeah could yeah. very well yeah mm-hmm. i'm not happy that they took a, a weekend break but you know i think it's never happened before how do you deal with it you just can't spontaneously do things that doesn't work in life and so mm-hmm. you got to require some thoughts so maybe mm-hmm. them having a couple of days off mm-hmm. um i still personally think it would be great to to see trump get in there you know i think it could cost him the election but i think he to, to could sure up the election if he got in there and said hey we're you know and, and i told my wife that i think trump could get some democrats to to jump on his team i mean if you're telling them i'm about to be your president after I, after this is over and i'll do some great things for you if you'll just help me get to some great places today mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll do some great things for him i'd be the president <coughs> i have the ability to do it mm-hmm. i think he could do that kind of negotiation that nobody else as a speaker could and so i think he could get some great things through I, I think uh um i don't think biden would sign one thing that he got through though
1: Right,
0: because right. he couldn't dare let let right. trump look good right. which you know you could stall out the total government then we could go completely shut for six months
1: right right, right. yeah So.
0: I think there's a lot going on in the world that needs a lot of secret sauces mixed into what they're doing. (laughs) For sure. Wish we could just squirt it on people. (laughs) For sure. Have their answer and just give them a little squirt of it every now and then walk by them. That'd be great. That'd be a great wish. Mm -hmm. So what you got this weekend? Anything great?
1: I'm going to catch up on things that I need to do.
0: Yeah, my my yeah. wife's mom says she needs to catch up on things she needs to do, but she doesn't. There's nothing she needs to do, and yeah. so I don't know what she's catching up on. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes her a long time—hours. Right. <laughs> <at,
1: laughs> and, and you went and saw the balloons last weekend. We
0: tried. Um, no, it was too windy and rainy, so oh. there was no balloons. They squirted oh. their their gas as we were singing the national oh. anthem. Um, but we had a good time. It was a park and we sat and we yeah. listened to the violins for a little bit and we stayed in the hotel. We had a great time. Did the kids enjoy They did it? pretty good at the hotel. Mom yeah. and dad were tired the next day because neither one of us slept very well. Um, but it was good. So we're taking um, my oldest. It has four days off. It's mm-hmm. off Friday and then Monday and Tuesday. I guess three days off from school. And so we're taking him to San Antonio, and we're going to go to Natural Bridge Caverns, SeaWorld, and I hope he has the energy and we can go to the Alamo also. I think it'd be cool to take a tour of the Alamo. He loves everything, and if if I can put it in his head, he doesn't forget it. Um, He remembers everything you tell him. Uh And so I really want to get him to, to the Alamo so they can share with him. What, who Texas is?
1: Are you staying on the river?
0: We're sh- literally staying like six minutes from the Alamo. Oh, yeah. But yes, right we're staying on right the river. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're staying in right. a hotel on the river. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's just going to be mom, dad, and, and Bryce. We've never <clears throat> done that before uh, for oh, two days. The ba- nice. babysitter's going to watch the, right? my baby right. Friday and Saturday. and so we're excited. It'll be a it'll be an interesting trip. I I can remember going to the Natural Bridge Caverns as a kid. I think I uh-huh. went with my grandparents because uh-huh. they had a friend that lived in San Antonio, and so. Um, but I'm certain I went to the Natural Bridge Caverns. As a matter of fact, now that I start going through the memories, I I uh-huh. can see the pictures oh, of yeah. my granddad and I at, at Natural Bridge Caverns.
1: Yeah, I I remember that. I remember going to the Alamo for the first time.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know if I can remember much about the Alamo. I know I've been. I think I've been twice. Uh-huh. Because um, I, I lived in San Antonio a long time ago, and then I had a company here and lived here, but I didn't go then, but I went before. I went in like 2000 one time. Uh-huh. Um, so I think it'll be great. And I think if I can teach my son a little bit about Texas today, right. um, he'll never forget it. I know he'll never forget it. He'll be stuck in his brain forever, and he'll have a ton of questions, but uh-huh. my wife, uh-huh. my, my wife's probably better at it than I am. I'm sure she's awesome. Um, but if he asks questions, we try to give great answers. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I I got a a picture of my son on his birthday, and his his school teacher posted. I I, I look forward to seeing that that brain of yours create all the great things that you want to create. Um, and it was awesome to to hear somebody else sees that 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 Bryce is going to be great not that my other son's not going to be great too just in a different way Uh Uh Bryce is going to be a very in your face change in lives Uh he he might be the next Elon Musk Uh Uh, I I can feel it my he wants he he wants to know everything so that he can help others make great decisions you can see it in his brain that's Uh just how he thinks Uh and so uh I look forward to it he's gonna he's gonna be a rock star I need to tell, start telling people as he's going through school to make sure they don't forget him because you're going to hear about him someday. Mm-hmm. I know you are. Yeah. Like I've told you before, I, I can see it.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Have, have you seen the uh, San Jacinto Park in Houston?
0: Have I been to the San Jacinto Park in uh-huh. Houston? Probably a long time uh-huh. ago. I went to a food fair there, matter of fact, uh-huh. a long time ago. Yeah. I don't think I'd do anything in Houston, Texas today yet. I've got multiple friends moving from Uh Houston that have lived downtown, Uh and they said it's the biggest dump. Just in the last two and a half years, it's gone from they loved it to it's a dump. Yeah, they they, they said there's probably 50 or 60,000 immigrants living in tents Uh. all over the San Jacinto River.
1: Are you serious?
0: Yes, it's like (gasps) Tent City down there. Oh, my God. It's a, it's a, it's it's one of those cities that takes people and doesn't argue about it. I can't think of the name Sanctuary City. Oh, my God. It's terrible i mean you you yeah. the the eight and uh, the the school district down there so bad h isd uh-huh. uh, that state of texas took it over this year um and people are complaining about stuff that has nothing to do with education like it doesn't make any sense they fired some some terrible principals and people raised crazy hell about it and um and, uh, you know it's as bad as as Pennsylvania I'm sure I'm sure there's probably nobody in the entire grade that that can do anything on grade level that's so tragic that the tragedy is 10 years from now I'm sorry yeah when you yeah. have a lot of people that don't yeah. know yeah that try to pretend they know and make bad decisions yeah. for the rest of us that's that's the problem
1: that's the that's the tragedy yeah yeah
0: Well, thank you for, for coming today. I know, I know you have a busy schedule and got a lot of lives to change. Uh, why don't you wear like a Superman cape?
1: Well, I left it at the office. Do you? Oh,
0: yeah. okay. <laughs> well, you're superwoman to me. So. You have a wonderful day. Thank you, you for being on Secret Sauce Podcast. I'm Jeffrey Davis. And I'm Lynn Bush. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Secret Sauce Podcast. Follow us on social media at the Secret Sauce Pod to receive daily encouragement on how to find your secret sauce to life.